0: What's up? What's up? Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Um, man. At the job. You know, as usual. But uh, I realized, you know, I forgot to get an episode recorded, so I was like, okay, well, you know, better start, um, I don't even remember what I last spoke on, I don't even know what's going through my head lately, lately I've just been kind of, like, cool, like, like, I've been trying to, I don't know, just, uh, focus on this airbnb it's almost in or it's it's almost ready man it's crazy because i feel like I, I keep saying that you know and then every single time it's like a month later it's like it's almost ready that's because i didn't realize how much you know goes into it i guess but nonetheless i got this house less than a year ago still so still under a year um I've been getting this place together. And uh it's about ready. It's about time. And you know, I've been really thinking because I've been reading the 4-hour work week. This is where my mind has been. My mind has been like a business space and and also listening to The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck has has also just sort of placed me into that mentality right now of just being that that person. Another thing that I've realized is, is I've been really, really adopting I think uh the fact that or just, just the the idea that you don't have to. It's like there's zero requirement. And so anything that you kinda of feel pressured to do it's 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 more you than it is anything else. So that's kinda of what I've uh, been coming to as of recent And, you know, just being cool with the fact that it's, like, I don't have to say it. Like, my boss comes up, makes a joke. Like, oftentimes you feel like you have to say something, I don't know, to be. My bad. I didn't, um, I didn't know if the audio was going through the car speaker or not. But so, anyways. um, Yeah, it's, like, your boss makes a joke. It's, like, there's zero requirement to say anything, and there's zero necessity to be nervous, like, you don't have to be nervous about it, Um, but for some reason, we we always do, it's like, and I mean, I guess I just see this in myself, it's like, if you just look someone in the eyes, and have no secret intention, like, you're, because, see, I used to, I used to do it just because like I was trying to be comfortable you know now it's like I just I look you in the eyes it's like I don't back away like if you're talking to me I'm there to talk but it's like it's not like a, it's not like I think about it but um I used to for sure so I don't know if it's just a part of the process or not maybe um some people do but it's 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 just like you know having no secret intentions or goal in mind and just, uh, being there. One thing that I realized that I need to work on, because I think a lot. One thing I need to work on is just listening, because that's hard. To just listen instead of, uh, instead of be thinking about things, because, Man, especially in front of a girl, an attractive woman which is another thing, man, it just blows my mind the power that that someone you're attracted to has over you. It's like it's like the second you're confronted with someone who's attractive, it's like everything is just chaotic and you have no idea what to do with your hands. It's like I don't know, it's just everything goes in a the- Disorder. It's, like, you... You degenerate, like, three years. But, at the same time, it's, it's a good thing, I think. And, you know, it adds to... Like, one aspect of life is, is the emotional aspect of life. And just... Uh, the addition of... How do I say? Well, it's, like, you could look at life all scientific. And you could see... Um... You could see things as... What they... Literally are. Which is... Uh, just atoms... Collected in And whatever other science It's like... Maybe you could see it as equations. And that's cool too, but it's like... You think it's cool... And that's... Real too, you know? It's like you... Like it would have zero meaning if you don't have any emotional kind of connection to it in some type of way so it's like the fact that you think math is cool adds a certain level of of emotional realness to it otherwise you could just look at it as this thing that people made over time that has helped us build stuff and maybe you do But even then it's like, you know, it's just, it's it's just, you can't, I mean, you can't, you, you can't ignore the emotional side of things. It's like, that's a very real part of us. Um, it is. And so it's, it's, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know how I even went there, but what I was saying is, is, uh, staying out of my head more. And listening more. Like, li- cause listening... And here's what I realized. And here's why I say that. Because, oh yeah, yeah, this is This is how it turned into the emotional thing. Cause women. It's like, you get in front of a woman. And, uh... And, like I said, she's attractive. It's like... I don't know, it just adds, like, this, this full... Um it's like an energy to it, you know, it's like desire comes into it, and all these weird psychological, uh, chemical things, you know what I mean, that just, like, like, you get nervous, you know, it's just all these things, it's it's interesting, is what I would say, it's really, really interesting, um, but anyway so i realized though you know i'll be thinking about all these things in conversation with somebody or just in a in a time it's like i'll just even if it's just thoughts with yourself it's like <clears throat> it's like maybe you'll have a thought and you it, it comes with this emotional like a uh, relationship. It's like there's this relationship that you have to that thought. and So rather than observing the thought. It's almost like you. Uh, you have some motivation with it. It's like. It's like either you're with it or you're against it. You know what I mean? So so you, you kind of respond. Or see it. In a certain type of way. Depending on that relationship that you have with that thought. And that's. That, uh, well, maybe it's useful. Excuse me. Maybe it's useful. Um, I have to think about that. Because it's like it happens for a reason. But sometimes it can be too distracting and, and, uh, it can keep you from being able to be objective about your thoughts. And that's something that's extremely difficult because it's like, how do you, Because one, you can't avoid having thoughts. So it's not like you can just shut that off. It's like you're always going to have thoughts. And so you have to figure out... It's like... It's like your friends. You don't have to talk to your friends. You don't even have to talk to your family. But your thoughts, yourself... You have to talk with you. So what type of relationship do you have with you? You know? And first off, I think it's important... You know, it's like... uh, you you have to you have to look out for yourself and and be and think of you as someone that you need to care for you know um as if you are your own friend because really it is like that it's like there's a bunch of of things that that just go on every single day it's like sure it's like it's this it's the same brain but in that brain is I don't even know, just like years and years of 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 input from millennials or I don't even know how long the brain has been around, but however long that the brain has developed into what it is now, it's like you have all this influence that has structured what it is today that you had no control over, you're just given it, you know what I mean I forgot why I was going there. I need... I, I need to do this podcast with somebody. Because it's like... Every thought I have always leads into something. And then I always lose track. But that's also why I do it. Because, you know I mean? The more you take these paths... And especially because it's like... Th- one thing I... Okay, hold on. Let me focus. You always take all these paths. And then, um... The, the more you keep taking it and articulating it, it's like the more it kind of gets put together and solidifies. And and the more it's like, okay, well, now it's like I've had this conversation with myself so many times, it's like I can step in and have this conversation with someone else. Although every time you, I do have a conversation with someone else, it's almost like because I have to figure out where their ment- mentality is, it's, it's almost like it's it's just not the same conversation. Um, but I think there's a power that I see that some people have where they can, they can almost like, I mean, they just talk so well that they bring people on board and I've been trying to figure out what that is. And I kind of realize, whenever I have a conversation, I think too much about, is this person even following? And so then I try to go back to every single detail that I had discovered and break it down, but then it leaves them no questions to ask. And then I get stuck explaining something to someone who might not even care or maybe loses track of where we even are. And so you have to, you know, I've been kind of realizing, well, it's this. It's like I have nothing to prove because part of me is probably doing that because I I want to prove to someone that everything is okay. And this is also what I'm talking about, by the way, whenever I say that all your thoughts come with, like, this extra baggage, like, this relationship. Or, like, this purpose, like, this secret intent. It's like... In the middle of me trying to explain something. I'll literally think in my head. Or like it'll just be like a flash. Or maybe not even like articulated words. But it'll be like a a feeling of. I have to make this. Make sure that this makes sense to them. So that they follow. You know. Rather than doing that. It's like well who cares if it makes sense to them. If there's something that I know. Then I know it. you know. And so if I know it. I don't have to prove it. Because if they're interested. They can ask and also if they're interested I would much rather talk to someone about this that's interested in this than someone who doesn't care at all so in order to find that out I think it's best to not have to keep explaining just say, which, say what the thought is and let them ask let them discover because that's really what it is it's like you can't unfold everything for people because also it's like whenever people discover themselves like they have to articulate it themselves as well you know, you can't articulate someone for them because you don't know them. You don't know their history. And so the way that they relate to these ideas is is different. It just is. And so then they have to figure that out, you know. They have to figure out what... what. It's like they have to make their own uh, analysis of their own history, you know. And I I will say like like I said there's a correct way to look at things it's like well it's not necessarily a correct way but it's like okay do you want misery or do you want you know what I mean because really it's like what is what what are we doing here and you know I've been really really trying to figure that out, figure that out for myself it's like what am I doing here and I I've been really interested too is that like a guy thing because Women I do I don't know if it's true but I do feel like I just feel like women tend to not have this issue as much. It's like a lot of guys I meet they do have this issue. A lot of women it's just different. It's like they they have a more structured life. It's like they they don't they care about less. I mean they care about more details, but it's almost like they care about it in a way that is, how would I say, because it is emotional, you know, but it is, I feel like it's almost healthy, like, the way that they do it somehow just, like, works for them, I feel, it's like, it just, you know, they're, they're good, I don't know, and and like I said, it also could be me just not understanding from a female perspective, but, so I don't know, I just, I've been thinking about that, though, but anyways, I don't know, I always just feel like women are more, uh, grounded, I feel, and, you know, maybe that's just written into my DNA as, as a, uh, as a human being that kind of looks for that motherly spirit, and so I see that, or that, so that, you know, uh, stands out to me more. Whenever I think of mother, I think, like, like uh I don't know, like nature, like mother nature I guess. It's like, it's like I don't know, like it's 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 obvious whenever you see it, you know. Whenever you'll see it in a film like the the fairy fairy mother, you know, in Pinocchio. Like this loving person that's just kinda of fun but like mature and is like upright, firm, strong. Not so emotionally reactive But, like, in touch, you know. Someone that's like, soft. But, like, you don't fuck around. Because, you respect that, you know. Yeah. Yeah, man. So, it's something like that, you know. So, yeah. I mean, maybe it's just because, like, as a man. I'm more, like, sensitive to, to seeing that in people whenever I see it. Um... Especially because I would say, like... I, would, I wouldn't say any so much anymore, but I would say that I was. You know, mama's boy, but... Um, I'm not sure. You know, because I also... This is my relationship with the father. And I'm not sure what that looks like for women. Whenever I think of the father, I think, like, God. You know, I think, like, this stern individual that's strong powerful that knows all that's loving but it's a different type of loving it's like the mother is a softer you know you're not afraid to go talk to her but it's like the father it's like you don't you don't just walk up and give him a uh, i don't know it's like you don't yeah you don't you don't just walk up and give him a hug it's like you take a second you know you you kind of watch you know um but it's like you admire and you honor it's like that's what that is you know because this powerful, powerful being. Um, but it's a moral being. And, and it makes you feel secure. It makes you feel safe. And... It... I don't know. Like, that spirit is like... Strength. And confidence. Security. So maybe it's security. Maybe that's what I get from... Whenever I see that, whenever I feel that relationship. What's interesting is for me, it's more of like a a fearful thing. You know, and I don't know what that is for, for women, because maybe that drives women. Like the same way that whenever I see the, the motherly thing, the figure, like I see safety, but at the same time, it's like, I want to protect that safety almost, it's like, I wanna, I wanna, like, I want it around me, because, I don't know, like, it keeps you, it's like, it's like, I'm fighting for it, or something, or something like that, I don't know, but, you know, it's like, even, even deeper than, than these, like, uh, archetypical things of a mother or a father is then your relationship your emotional like relationship to it you know to that mother or that father so i don't know how that looks you know and i don't know you know what i mean it's it's just so many questions and i'm glad that it's that way you know i wouldn't want to be bored bored trying to figure anything else out, you know. And it's also why psychology and maybe I could say philosophy are so interesting to me. And I realize why it always bothered me when people say I'm philosophical. I mean, besides it being... Oh, and this is a good point. It's like someone says the statement, you are philosophical. That's just a statement. But there's a certain intent or purpose in it it's like you're saying that to be facetious and that's your intent well you say it in a facetious way maybe that's the way that you say it but then there's another level of like well why do you why are you even saying that in the first place it's like and that would be the intent it's like you have some mission with the words that you're saying like there's something with what you're saying that some goal that you're trying to achieve, um, and I guess what I was saying earlier is you kind of gotta release that because people can't. It's like, and this is this is so interesting to me. It's like we're always entangled with each other. It's like our minds, and I've been really, really seeing this lately because I'll be talking to someone and I can see. Them trying to figure me out, or like the intent and why I'm asking, or, or thinking, or, or the intent behind what I'm saying, and they're also trying to influence at the same time and get comfortable, and then me, I'm trying to figure out what's going on in their head the whole time, you know, but you know it's got to stop somewhere, so someone has to just tell the truth and telling the truth is a lot more than just being honest it's it's knowing how to articulate what is going on in your head how you feel and then being able to say it in a way that is what would i say like that is that has no intent besides just to be truthful that has no negative intention it's like being able to tell someone that their hair looks bad, but just say it, you know, being able to tell someone that you're philosophical, and be able to say that, in a way, where you're not being facetious, maybe you're saying that it sounds stupid, but in a way that, it sounds stupid, but it's like, you're not trying to hurt them, it's like, you just think, like, you just sound, it's like, it's like, some things just do sound, uh, dumb, or, what would you call it? Some things just are... What is it called? Corny. And... Not corny. I mean, yeah, corny, but... I think it starts with the G. Whatever. It's like some things just do sound... Silly to say. And... You can tell people are trying to... Present themselves a certain way, maybe. And it's like, okay, yeah. It's like that's something that... I mean, that's probably a good a Good example of you know, somewhere that um, I like it makes sense to to um, kind of have some some uh cringe like things that make you cringe. That's the word I was looking for. It doesn't start with a G, it starts with a C. Some things are just cringy, like they just sound bad. So it makes you then, uh, or so then, so then it's up to you to to present that in a way that's. I mean, it's not necessarily up to you because, like I said, it's like you don't really have any role. But I mean, if you want benefit or good relationships or or whatever, it's like eliminate suffering or whatever. It's like like I was saying before. It's like why are we here? You know. I've been really trying to figure that out but anyways assuming that you take that on as your mission which which would be a good idea assuming that you take on the goal of 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 telling the truth and articulating the truth and then being genuine and having good intentions with people you probably should take that on I would say. Um but assuming that you do oh, shoot, last I was Oh yeah, assuming that you do. In this given situation... So someone's being cringy... It's like... You can, artic- you can tell them that... Without... Trying to... Put them down... It's like... And if you really... Pay attention... And this is what I'm talking about... Not having so many thoughts... But paying attention... And and I'm trying to articulate what the difference is... But paying attention... It's like you'll... See, you can see... It's like, oh, I was about to say that. Or maybe I did say that. And... Whenever I said that... I got this response. And that was... I don't want it now, but that was kind of the goal of what I said. So you can kind of think, well, maybe... I should say it differently next time. and uh, And... But yeah like I said It's like sometimes You know before words Even come out of your mouth It's like you kind of Catch yourself And you'll be like Wow I was gonna say that And it's like What What response do you expect Will happen Like what do you think How do do you think Someone's gonna respond If you say it like that And you have to be honest With yourself too It's like It's like most likely It's like And you'll realize It's like yeah It's like okay I I say If I'm gonna say it like this I predict this response. So you shouldn't be shocked whenever you get the exact response that you maybe don't articulate you expect or, or, or that you pretend like you don't want because maybe you don't want it afterward. But don't be shocked whenever you get the bad response whenever you get what you, what did I say, ask for. You know. Then again, I mean, it's not my job to to whatever. Yeah, to listen more, I think. I'm really trying to figure that out because it's like one thing I realize whenever I'm high is I'm extremely just present in the moment. It's like there's no bad intentions. I'm just there with people and I'm I'm having a good time. Um, it's like there's no dialogue going on in my head, I mean, unless there is dialogue on my head, but it's, like, if you start talking to me, and I'm engaged with you, there's, the only dialogue is me and you, and, and, you know, it's, like, this presence that you have, but even more than that, it's just the ability, or, but that's really, really difficult to do, so then, you know, I, I just, I try to work on it, you know, but it is really hard, and especially whenever you're around someone who's, who's gorgeous or beautiful, um, which is a really weird thing too, but I'm not going to go down that road, or that rabbit hole, but, you know, it's like just to be able to sit and be present with somebody. But it's much more useful to think, to listen than it is to try and be 100% present. Because it's, like I said, it's like the thoughts just come. And then you're thinking, oh, I'm not present. And then you think, okay, you know, here's my exercise. In through the nose, out through the mouth, and then bring it to them. And it works, but then you missed out on whatever whatever just happened. So one thing... Yeah, sometimes helps is just to say it's like uh, sorry, like my head jumps somewhere. It's like what were you saying? And then whenever you say that, you engage. It's like you go in. You know, it just helps. It helps because it's like they understand what that's like, and so if you just be there, you know, just just tell them and and just be there. Oh yeah, but I jumped a step. It's like it's the truth has to start with somebody. I didn't miss a step. There aren't any steps. But, oh, yeah, and then this is what I was saying. Like, it's not necessarily your job, but it would be a good idea to, to take this on. Yeah, the truth has to start with somebody. So it might as well be you because even even though it's going to take the person that you're communicating with in a minute, it's about the long term. It's like that's, that's a mistake we make. Everything has to be right now. The reward has to be right now. If you just be truthful with somebody right now, today... Even if it doesn't work out in that conversation, if you ever see them again, it's like, they're going to have, acknowledge that experience is a good experience. as something where like, oh, that's someone I can trust. Or maybe they run, but that's not your battle. It's like, maybe they run because they're afraid because, well, you're just so damn honest. It's like, oh, well, that's not me at all. I'm fake as fuck. And that's scary. That's a scary thing to, to approach sometimes. The truth is hard. But. um But anyways. The truth has to start from you. And even then. It's like. Even if you don't get that that goal. Or that result. Right now. Or ever, excuse me. You left an im you you left a mark. So, and then they that'll sit with them, and and also I mean you are poisonous. It's like you don't realize you are poison. It's like your energy, your attitude, how you communicate, and I see this in my family because I adopt these these phrases, you know, to kind of keep me on track. It's like if I catch myself going off somewhere, or trying to prove something, or whatever, like, like, I I have certain phrases, and I can't think of any right now, but I have certain phrases to click in, and I've been seeing my family start to adopt these, too, and I've also been seeing the conversations at the dinner table improve, because I used to run away from the the conversations at the dinner table, I used to run away from it all, because I didn't like it, and then I realized, it's like, well, this is an important relationship in my life, so I better work on this, and then uh, that's never a change. And then, oh, here's an example. I I noticed that I don't listen so well to my family, especially. And also, it's so easy with your family because you're not afraid to annoy them. And you also have a lot to prove to your family for some reason. Or at least I do. So a lot of times, like, someone will say something and I'll catch myself and then I'll go, like, it'll strike an idea and I just say it automatically. I just go, no, da 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 and it shuts them up, and then I catch it, and I'm like, oh, I just interrupted them. That's rude. And also, don't even fully understand what they were trying to say. So, I try to give them a chance because I also know how annoying it is whenever you're on a thought and someone jumps up because they relate with it in the immediate moment, but they didn't catch the full width of it. And because they didn't catch the full width of it, they misunderstand or miss yeah, they misunderstand the full concept because it's like you're taking them through this journey and at the very end you have something that's going to switch, that's going to change exactly what you're saying. So it's annoying whenever you feel like people assume that they know what you're talking about or that they know what you're trying to say. You know, like I told this girl that I was agnostic and then she was like, oh, really, officially? And I was like, well... Well, I would say Christian. I would say cause this, da-da-da. And then I, I was going on, and it's like... Because you can't know. You know what I mean? It's, it's like, you don't really know. And then I, I started talking, and then she was like... And then she cut me off, and she was like... Oh, yeah, my my boyfriend's the same way, because da-da-da-da, X, Y, Z. And it wasn't at all where I was headed. That was, like, the middle of it. But I had an ending point that I was going to go toward. But... I had to ask myself, it's like, well, what does it matter? It's like, what do I have to prove to her? But anyway, I just bring that up because, you know, I bring up whenever someone interrupts before you even finish. You know, because, and, and it's a good idea not to interrupt because you might miss the actual genuine point. And sometimes you have to sacrifice or give up on what you were thinking and just go along because you're both trying to work on this conversation. It's like, the goal isn't to be isn't the goal isn't to prove anything about yourself it's like the goal is to just have this conversation so anyways uh so a, a phrase that, or a, t- a thing that i've adopted is is like oh like i'll, I'll finish my thought and i'm like oh but sorry what i interrupted and, and i'll just go oh sorry but i interrupted what are you saying and and a lot of times i'll even mention like but i don't know if that's what that she was saying but um yeah but sorry i interrupted um, i'll let you finish and also what that does is people will let you let you make your statements more because they know that you're going to go back to them and give them the the opportunity for them to express themselves and that's useful but anyways but and then i start seeing this in my little sister even and that's that's Crazy because I mean, you would have to know her, but she's just always been like this, uh, this like kind of headstrong, judgy, you know what I mean? Just like not a person that you would necessarily what I say, not a pleasant individual, and she's changed a lot, but. You know she wasn't, but and I'm seeing like these more, this more thoughtful edge of her coming up, and this is what I realized too. And then my my dad too, like I'll hear him just like say things, and it's like, oh, that's a lot more thoughtful than than it used to be, I guess. And part of it is maybe I'm just paying more attention, but I see like the the people. I I see like I don't want to say I see the thoughts, but I see the. I see that that everybody's working on something, you know. I I can tell that everybody's working on something. Everyone's got like this, this string of conversation that they're that they're uh, they're figuring out for themselves. Um, and I see how it's kind of influencing and shifting their behaviors. I think that's really interesting, but um. It was just brilliant. But uh, but I, I realized that I also have a role in that. It's like, whenever I change myself. I'm influential. And it shifts. Or it really changes people too. And how they communicate with me. And that's whenever I started to realize. On a deeper level. That. What it means whenever Jordan Peterson had said um, somewhere he said that your relationships. I don't know. He made this prayer. He said it was like a prayer in the something, and it was about like the current state and politics how. How we we just have like the enemy set as each other, and all these judge and all these uh, judgments that we place on each other, and and he he said something that was really powerful and it struck me and it was like, and someone kind of I wouldn't say scoffed at it because I I was showing it to someone because I was like oh he he prayed because my family's Christian, and they know that, well it's like I think they're afraid to ask. But they know that I'm not really inspired by the, uh, the pra- I wouldn't consider myself necessarily of uh, practice, you know. I'm not motivated, like I don't go to, I don't, I wouldn't go to church, I don't like church at all. I mean, I like it sometimes, especially if I'm there, but I don't like it, because it's boring. Uh, and it's, it's very, uh, it's like, it's like these, these ideas and concepts of just, like, they just insert God wherever they can without even fully understanding. It would be like, it'd be like if I have, like, a really good point or a really good uh thing that can help you in your life, and then I insert that, that, the flying spaghetti monster thinks that you should do that, and so you should give him thanks. It's like all of a sudden, it's like everything just kind of was like, oh, okay. Like it got cringy. So, anyways, uh, shit, where was I going? Something about how family is reflection. Oh, Oh yeah, but anyway, but so I thought it was cool, and I kind of wanted to appeal to that Christian side of them. Like, look, like my, like the mo- one of the most influential people in my life, not personally, but someone that I listened to a lot, did a prayer, a Christian prayer, or maybe not a Christian prayer, but he did say "Amen." Used some common Christian phrases or prayer, in, into structured into the whole prayer or yeah, prayer itself. So, uh, you know, I showed it to them and I don't think I listened to it fully through the first time, but it really struck me this time. He said, he said, uh, who is the enemy? And they started listing off like, is it this? Is it this? And then he goes, when will we realize that it, that it's really ourselves? And it's like someone laughed at it and I was like, okay, but you laugh because it's uncomfortable because part of it, it sounds new agey. So maybe it's that too, but It's true. It's like all of this, a lot of our judgments are these projections, you know, are these pieces of ourselves, and we try to separate us from that. It's like, that's the enemy. That's not me. It's like whatever they're doing, they're doing it because, and and it's bad that they do it. Me, maybe I slipped here, but I slipped because of XYZ. It's like, it's like that's you. And that's very useful to think because you can also imagine how you could have been that same person. And once you realize that, it's like, it's not even worth, I mean, you still will because you're a person and you kind of suck and you don't like yourself for that. But it helps you suck less and like yourself a little bit more whenever you can at least think. Think afterward or maybe even before. Articulate to yourself that. Oh I judged him. And that's not cool because. He's just like me. He goes to work. He goes on his phone. And for uh, for some whatever reason. Maybe there was this influence. Where I had this influence. Or he did that where I did this. And that led us on these two different paths. So. Whenever you think that way, it's like you don't. Well, it eliminates the uh, the desire to hurt people or make them feel stupid. It's like you realize it's not it's not even that because they're not. It's like if they're stupid, you're just as stupid because where they found X, you just found Y. That's all. That's the only difference. And it also makes you realize it's like you're lucky to have the influences or maybe. The, you're lucky to have found Y where they had found X. You're lucky to have both parents at home where some people have one and some people have none. Or if you have a mom, you're lucky to have a mom or a dad. I just found out someone that I know, her dad died the other day. And to me it's like, how? How do you manage that, you know? I keep trying to think, like, you know, it's like, what, what do you do? What do you tell someone, and I don't think that I don't think you, maybe you shouldn't tell someone anything, because, well, it's not your, it's not your battle, but I don't know. Maybe by example, you know, what I mean, because that's another thing. You can't just soak up everybody's problems can't be the overbearing mother for everybody. Everybody has to and it sucks because sometimes you you see people fail. Sometimes you see people die, you know, cuz they didn't figure it out. And you do somewhat feel a level of responsibility. But You also have to understand if you were that same person and someone tried to come, what could they have said? What could they say that could make things different for you? And then how could they be there for you? Because you shut them out. So I don't know. Everybody has their own battle. And if you try to adopt everybody's battles for them or fight them for them, they'll just get weak people. And you don't want that either. Cause weak emotional people well that's what they are. They don't know how to how to handle struggles and emotions. So really it's just, you know, it makes the rest of their life just harder. Just makes their life suck more. It's like it's just not a good idea. Um, and Jordan Peterson says there's this rule in an old folks' home. It's like don't do anything for someone that they could do for themselves. So then it makes you think, well, what's your role? And I think whenever you put in that perspective, well, it's very obvious. Just be supportive where you can. You know. But again, that's easier said, you know, especially for someone whose job is you go, you wake up and then you go help and you know, the old folks home. It's like it's like that's your job, that's what you're there for. It's not clear, you know, if someone's in quotations hired you or put themselves or are in a position where it is appropriate to be of Service. Or help. You know. Because sometimes people genuinely just don't want it. And. Uh, I don't know what you do with that. Because also sometimes people need it. But I don't know what you do with that either. Because. Someone needs. Needs it. Maybe. Maybe you think they need it. Because you think. That they. They because you assume that they should be desiring life, you know. And and it's it's not, you know, obvious that you should take on the challenge of making sure everybody's happy, you know. And so I I don't know what to do with that either because I mean, it's a better life whenever you try to find it's a better life when people have some form sense of meaning, you know. This is where I belong, this is who I am. This is what I'm supposed to do. It's better and it's more joyful. But I don't know where's the where is the line? You know, where do you come and how do you come? And when do you step away? You know, how do you? And maybe that's just to be an example. Maybe that's just to be someone that that uh, tells the truth. I mean, And uh, aims to be a stronger person and voluntarily searches out. Man, I'm just thinking, it's like, if I was that girl, what would I need, you know? And maybe that's just someone who believes in you. Maybe it's just someone that automatically assumes that you are going to be strong automatically assumes that you can figure this out. That you've got this. Maybe that's what. Maybe that's what what you do. You know maybe. Because. Because they can't help it for you. But whenever someone believes in you. It's like oh. Well you don't want to disappoint them. You know. Also someone believes in me. It's like that's. That's that's just wow. It's like they believe in me. It's like what what are the, what, what worth do I have? But they believe in me. It's like what evidence do I have besides being deceitful all my life? And and here they're expecting greatness out of me. It's like it's like wow. You know. You know. I don't, I don't know why, but it's just I don't know. That makes sense to me right now. Just to have confidence in somebody, you know. And I guess that's uh, probably has to be genuine too. But I don't know, man. Just a lot of a lot of thoughts. Probably need to listen more though. Because listening is different. And that's what some... Jordan Peterson said that the other day. And it struck me. I was like, whoa. Because it's true. It's like, there's a difference. And you can do that with yourself too. And so now I'm like, okay. Listening is like... Having this relationship with you. Relationship of honesty. And and good intention like I am on your team and it's from Carl Rogers I think I was listening to Carl his lecture on Carl Rogers it's just brilliant but anyways I'm out of line I don't even know what I'm talking about to be honest I'm gonna end this Uh, I actually have to get back to work soon so I will check later bye